Welcome to Almost Focused. I'm Matt. I'm Nathaniel. Uh, joining us today, we have our dear friend Emma. Hello, Emma. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the cast. Uh, Thank you for having me again. Oh, it's it's our pleasure. It is. Uh, and we also have a special guest, Damien Sommer. Did I say your name right? I'm... Uh, it's actually Summer, but Summer. That, uh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Hello. Damien's a, a developer that we met on Twitter. Um, the usual background intro, Emma is, of course, our theme songwriter and recurring guest. Damien, why don't you give us a, uh, a quick intro on yourself? Uh, okay. Um, I'm a solo independent game developer that's been developing games for, like, I don't know, since I was 10, so a while now. But, uh, like, professionally, like, four or five years now, I guess. Hmm. Um, I'm most well known for a game called The Yog, which came out like two years ago now. The Yog, is that what you said? Yes. Okay. So so we met through Twitter, and that's how, mm-hmm. how Damien and I came together um, through a a company called Kit Fox Games. And you said you had mm-hmm. kind of a, a interesting story for how you met them, because I thought you worked together, but apparently there's there's more to it than that. Uh, well, actually, we like they're in Montreal and I'm in Toronto. Um, but I'm I'm good friends with uh, Tanya Short, uh, who is like one of the people at Kickbox. I think she's I don't know what her actual title would be, but she's like project manager, like just kind of the person running the whole deal. I don't know. Um, but but uh, yeah, so I so I made a game called The Yog um, that was heavily based on a game called Dungeons of Fate which was made by Tanya and her partner, Brent. I kind um, of feel like I remember that game. Is that on Steam, Dungeons of Fate? Dungeons of Fate is not on no? Steam. No? Okay, then it's not uh, what no, I'm it's, thinking it's, of. It's a, small, it's a small indie game. Okay. You're probably um, thinking of Hand of Fate. No, I'm, I'm probably blending a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I know what game you might be thinking of, but I can't think of the name either, yeah. so don't worry about it. Um, well, uh, yeah. real quick, but, can you tell us about the Yogg? It's, it's like a... Collaborative oh. storytelling game, or those? Yeah, my... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's essentially um, it's me and a developer, not a developer, a comic artist named Simone Taylor made a game called The Yog, um, and it's it's a collaborative story game um, where one to four, ideally four players, go into the city, um, and it's like a generic medieval fantasy town, and they are just um, they they are just put into this world and they're like oh by the way in six weeks uh something terrible is going to happen and so you just kind of have this weird time limit and in the meantime you're just kind of doing random things around the town uh kind of waiting for the inevitable um and yeah it's it's uh it's on steam and stuff um but yeah 
So Dungeons of Fate has a largely the same premise uh, with some like action elements involved. The Yog is like pure storytelling. Like what, what me and Emily wanted to do for the Yog was we really like, we both really like Dungeons of Fate. Um, and I was like, you know what? How about if uh, I took the story, like we took the story like out of Dungeons of Fate and like fleshed it out like a lot more than it was done. Because that was always my favorite part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dungeons of Fate is like, yeah, you, it, there's there's this great evil that's coming, and you go around town and do random shit, and then you also go dungeon crawl. Yeah, you um, have sort of the the more classic RPG mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but like the Yog is just it's just all the story. It's all interaction between people, um, or just weird events, and it's basically you get a binary choice, right? Yeah. Like uh, it's like something happens, and then you're given a binary choice, and that's it. Like that's the whole game. It's super. It's super minimalist in terms of like actual agency that you have, but it it totally works in my opinion. I, like sometimes I'll like be like, why do people like this game? And I'll play it. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it kind of works. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like on paper, it sounds really weird, but it does kind of work. So. Did you have like a like a goal when you set out? Were you trying to explore? Just you were just trying to sort of explore that section of um, Dungeons of Fate. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so subtly ripped off Dungeons of Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so um, I get in touch with Samuel and stuff because we're both in the games industry. We're in Montreal and Toronto, respectively, which are uh, like two major Canadian cities that are fairly close to each other. So, so we end up meeting and interacting and we both enjoy each other's company, I guess. Yeah. So, so, um, so we become friends and... Then she's making a game now called Moon Hunters, which is what you guys are asking for, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I was just harassing generally. I was just kind of like, hey. Oh, <laughs> hey, Eddie. hey, oh, you no. got any of those sweet keys for us? <laughs> any games we can make? Uh, all, right, all, right. all right. Well, <laughs> there's, there's a game called Dungeons of Fate. Um, and, or, sorry, not See, Moon Hunter? They're making a game now called Moon Hunters. Which looks uh-huh. really cool. I, you know, I want to point out Moon Hunters and- looks amazing. Yeah, and that's a spiritual sequel to Dungeon of Fate. Mm. Um, but if you look at some of their screenshots, it looks like some of what they're doing is like kind of inspired from the Yog. Okay. So we've been we've been or I've been joking, saying like, um, so you rip off my like I rip off your game, you rip off my game, and then I'll rip off your game again. Like, yeah. and then we'll just go in this vicious circle. You're, you're uh, iterating. You're, on, you're iterating uh, on the same idea. On each other's work. In yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, you, you, you've known them. You said for about two years then. So that's how... um. Yeah, I guess I guess two years, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. So uh, there's the Yog. So how many games do you have? You have a, a bunch of stuff that yeah. you've done. Yeah, especially on. Yeah, I just have a lot. Like... Oh, I have like two games on Congregate. Oh, okay. Three games maybe. Yeah, that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I played like I, maybe one of yeah. your older games then. Yeah, um, yeah, I have a lot of stuff, and it's all weird, and a lot of it's really janky and broken, and um, I don't know. Most of it comes out of game jams, so like I make them in like two days, and like, hey, that's what happens, I guess. Because yeah. uh, I have a, ba- I have a really, I have a really hard time finishing things that aren't in game jams. So I have all these projects. I've got like six projects on the go right now, but. Yes. Um, so where does uh, we were talking, and you you sent us access to Chesh. So yes. is that uh, is that something you're doing with with Kit Fox or is that just a you project is that one of these oh, six yeah. things you have burning? Uh, 
No, I so I don't work with Kit Fox at all. Oh, so like, nothing. At all. You, nothing. You else. guys just okay. rip off each other's you just, games. You guys are just ripping each other off. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's it. That's all that's going on there. Um, it's a, it's it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Um, chess is just uh, is actually a game that I started uh, last year at something called the Toronto Game Jam, or mm-hmm. it's lovingly called Toe Jam. T O Jam. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, and it's it's like one of the, one of the bigger local game jams in the world. Like it gets uh, roughly four hundred fifty to five hundred people every wow. year. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of nerds in one place. Does Toronto have a pretty active um, developer scene? Yeah. Okay. It's it's a it's incredibly active. That's it's great. Super. It's super big. It, everybody's like, it's it's big. It's big, and I. It, used to feel like everyone was closer but uh maybe that's because i was younger and everybody found out a lot more and everybody's kind of grown up and like moved into their own like lives i guess um but it's still it's still it's super big and it's uh it's a very supportive community it's good yeah that yeah. that sounds awesome though yeah i'm so, curious uh how many audio people go to those like game jams and things like that in your experience um so a lot of a lot of audio people actually um and a lot of audio people get like their start in the community there because so I don't know if this is the case in a lot of game jams or like in game jams worldwide, but there's there's the concept of floaters and in okay. in, a, in a game jam floater is uh, somebody who can create artistic assets um, that can be used like they're not locked to like one dev team mm-hmm. they're, they're like working on multiple things yeah so. So a lot of audio people work as floaters, and they'll they'll work on maybe like five, six games during the jam, and like make like maybe a song for each of them or something, you know? Hmm, cool. Um, yeah, and that's where a lot of people like. Do you guys know Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time? No, no. that's okay. strange to me. Did you see Lovers in a Dangerous a, Space Time? Yeah, that's, that's a, a pretty amazing. awesome name. I'm, I'm writing that yeah, down. That's, yeah. that's like do androids dream of electric sheep right there? Like yeah. that's a great name. Yeah, that it is. It is a really good name. Um, so uh that game that game was made at global game jam like three years ago now um and it's now it's now coming out on steam it has to be coming out soon i think they're actually done and they're just like now working on all the marketing stuff gotcha um but that game was done at global game jam like three years ago yeah i I actually did a global game jam probably like five years ago back when i was just getting into programming and i wrote some python scripts (laughs) <laughs> those nice. things are awesome actually yeah yeah they they they're they're really good i mean it's the only way i finish random shitty things so. <laughs> <laughs> well it's a great but, excuse to just lock yourself in a room for three days coding well uh, that, i have a exactly. I, have, I have a question off of that um and you can maybe answer this when you're done with your thought but like what okay. what gets you to finish a game outside of a game jam is it like collaboration or is it just like is it money do i need i need to get this done so i can get paid kind of thing or? all right um so okay uh i will i will finish my lovers in the <laughs> we're hitting him with too many man. You first, gotta, and then i'll go let back. it breathe okay so um what happened so lovers in a dangerous space time the 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 audio guy who worked on that he was he was working on like five different games yeah but He's still working on like he he did all the audio for that game now that it's a commercial release. Like, he got he got kind of his break into there. Now he works at Ubisoft too, and like so I mean like it's good. Like it's a good way to go and meet people and really learn to work fast. Yeah. Um, 
will now, establish a lot finished. of networking connections. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, that's totally a thing too. Um, that's, I mean, that's where, that's where maybe not, I can meet a lot of people that where I solidified like a lot of friendships. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, now going back to, hold on. What was the question? Yeah. So, I was so asking like, your... you, were, you were talking about how you know, like the game jams are, are the only way you'll finish like little, little shitty projects. So what else no. motivates you to finish a project? Um, well, like any deadline will make me finish a project. So, um, uh, game jams are just like a very like, oh my god, the deadline is like, I know the deadline before I've even started. Yeah. Right. Um, like, it's it's brutal, but it's also it's really motivating. So, but mm -hmm. like any deadline, right? Uh, so for for the yard, uh, what I did was um, my friend my friend uh, Drakken or his name like Drakken or uh, Alexander Martin. Some people know him as that's his real name. Like his mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. So um, he he made a game called Starseed Pilgrims, but he made a bunch of other things too. What, what was um, it? Sorry, I missed it. It's called Starseed Pilgrim. It was okay. kind of... Oh, I think we, uh -oh. we lost Damien for a second here. Yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, I think we said we were going to insult him if we lost him, right? So yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what to say. Like those headphones, Damien. What is this? Nineteen eighty four. There you go. <laughs> Big Brother does not approve of those headphones. <laughs> they need an antenna. <laughs> he did a really good job matching his shirt to the frame behind him. Yeah, he did though. Right. Yeah, like he's, yeah, that's he, true. He looks like uh like he really was intentional about his outfit. For... I, I yeah, mean, you know, ex pro. Yeah, I guess does that make you an uh, amateur now? Holy shit, Emma! N yeah. seven sweater. I did not even notice it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Gotta that's, represent. That's classy right Emma's there. Emma's kicking in style, yeah. Master, yeah. wait, not Master Chief. That's, that's Halo. No, that, it's the guy from Spartan? Shepard. Is he a Commander Shepard. He's not a Spartan. That's also Halo. Damn it. Spectre? <laughs> Spectre. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. You can tell I played a lot of Mass Effect. Um, <laughs> so uh, that, that's pretty interesting. I, you know, I haven't heard about. Do we have um, to re-invite him to this? No, he'll he'll his invitation is open. So once he reads, okay, he can um, just click it again. Oh, he yeah. dropped out. Now he'll come back. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Uh, it's pretty interesting about the about the game jams. I haven't heard that before from an indie developer. Where like, where I haven't talked to an indie developer who does most of their stuff at game jams. You know, I. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like sure. if you want to make yeah. friends with bands, you go play band. You know, concerts, right? Like, yeah, you play right. dinky little shows at dinky little bars and meet other bands. Yeah, it's the same thing. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll have to check that out. I've never done a game jam before, but now I want to. Yeah, well, you yeah. you can work really fast too. I mean, that I think you would do well in that situation. Well, you, thank you. You could be a floater. I know. I want to be a floater. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, like, official floater or, <laughs> floater I don't know, in float, chief. Master. <laughs> float master. Float general. master general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damien has joined us back. We'll see if he, uh, if we hear him. Uh, or it could, it could be a really good acronym. Like, it would be, like, FML. So we've got to come up to something really good. Like, float master. Uh, lady. Light? Float, float master, master lady. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, float yeah. master leader. I don't know. There's a lot of options there. You gotta have yeah. one that signifies your your audio skills. Uh, yeah. So maybe like, uh, oh gosh. Loudness. Loudness. Uh, loudness. Float master. 
loudness level. and that's like we're getting into like a hip-hop name right now Floatmaster loudness that's true actually <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, that's that's a good point that's like a it's like an mc name yeah uh, all right fml welcome to the podcast <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> um so emma have you worked on any interesting games lately we're we're still waiting for damien here uh am i working on anything interesting uh not not really um the game that i'm working on right now it's like a jrpg style game that um a couple of my friends are making with the uh, rpg maker can you add him back yeah bring back oh, cool. the, the thing do you get it you can do it through here so uh, uh, here you do okay it. i'll do it I, you Keep know what you're it. doing things are fragile so yeah, that, that game that I'm working on is just uh, everything's kind of on hold right now while they figure their stuff out. Gotcha. So you've so. been writing lots of um, lots of epic JRPG music. Yeah, music. yeah, very heavily uh, like rock and electronica influence. Hey, nice. sorry. Hey, welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Lots sorry. Of, uh, uh, we were just talking about a JRPG project that, Emma's working that Emma's on. Emma's working on. Yeah. Lots yep, of. Yep, oh, okay. yep, yep. Lots of. Cool. Yes, it's very much like that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. The guitars and drums. So, uh, Damien, before you lo we lost you, uh, what were we talking about? I was I was talking about my friend Draken, who uh, oh, yeah. made a game called Starsky Pilgrim, amongst a bunch of other games. He basically had four games that were almost done, like in the last, last like, 5% was needed to finish each of those games. But he just, he'd been sitting on some of them for, like, up to a year or two years at that point. Um, but what helped him get through and actually finish that was he was just like, Hey everyone, I'm releasing these four games in a month. Here's the website where you can look at the games and, uh, you can buy them all in like one nice little package in a month. And then for that month, he worked his ass off. Yeah. He just did nothing but that. He, he told everyone like he has, he has a decent internet following told everyone hey like i'm doing this thing and everyone has to hold me to it and and like there's articles being written about it and stuff yeah. so like oh kinda, you have to you have to well like, it didn't blow up that much but like still even even if one person writes about it it's like sure. shit like yeah you um, don't you don't want a, a article uh, that would be blowing up for me like yeah one, <laughs> one person wrote a bad thing We're about us <laughs> yeah uh, well yeah um so I mean, so I, I took I took kind of an inspiration from him, um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the same thing. So I said, hey, at the end of May, I'm going to launch this game called The Yog. Uh, it's, it's something that we've had, like, because The Yog was actually made years before, or like a year before, and I'd been sitting on it uh, because mostly it was made for like this one event, and I'd never or I we me and Emily had no idea we'd actually want to sell it. Um, but everybody was asking us to like, even like it was made for an event that lasted like a week. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that like everybody, like a year later, people were still asking us about this game. Yeah. So we were like, I guess, I guess, I guess sure, we we'll put it out. like, should we sell it? Uh, and then it, like it got it's doing, I mean, I'm still making money off of it. Nice. Like, it's still, it's still what I'm using to earn a living. So like, hey, it was a awesome. weird, it was a weird success, like yeah. totally really unintentional. Cool. Um, how many do you, but, do you yeah, know, I mean, uh, how many you've sold? I'm just curious. 
Uh, I mean, there's bundles involved and stuff. Too, oh yeah, I guess that's true. You do like the indie bundles uh, and all that kind of like, thing. It's like it's probably yeah, like we were in a humble bundle at one point. Gotcha. It's oh, probably it's probably been there's probably like fifty thousand copies. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. pretty nice. Um, I'm I'm not complaining. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> well, so, completely so, lost track. And you were saying so that is that's supporting you and letting you be basically doing this as a profession. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was already doing it as a profession, but I wasn't making any money off of it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of my first my first time making money on a game. Not really, but. Um, basically, the first time making any substantial. Money. Yeah, like sure. like really being able to call it a, a living. I, yeah, I yeah, went yeah, through yeah. that with music like, for a while. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I go through that constantly. Yeah, <laughs> like is this really enough money to make a living on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there was that. Um, yeah, but it's 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 all deadlines, right? I don't yeah. really, I don't currently have a deadline for Chesh. Um, I've been telling people fall twenty fifteen. Okay. Uh, I am honestly, I am actually like, hey, maybe I'll just release it earlier than that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's, your, what's your main but, project right now? Is it Chesh? Um, so I have two projects that are my big ones. One is Chesh, and then another is a card game called Without Question, okay. um, which is a like it's a it's a physical card game, and it's a party game, and it's like it's a silly game where you play. You have these cards. I don't have a copy on me right now, but you have these cards. Um, it's on your website, you, right? It, it is on my website, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for it. Uh, it looked really pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's by, like, the the art is done by an artist named Dom Tuti, who's also doing some of the design and stuff, too. Cool. And, um... Oh, no, sorry, yeah, it, it's It's a game where you, you basically have a bunch of rules, and you take the cards uh, that have rules on them, and you play them on other people, and it makes them have to do ridiculous things. Like... You cannot bend your elbows, um, <laughs> so you have to play. You have to play the rest of the game without being able to bend your elbows. Uh, uh, that actually, yeah, or, that sounds pretty cool. It's like yeah, truth or dare or, with no truth and goofy dares, or like or a little like yeah. flux almost. Uh, yeah, except except it's very physical. Like, yeah. Okay. Is this like a physical? physical this is like an actual physical. deck of cards, or is this a digital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game? It's, a, it's a proper deck of cards. It's oh, like a hundred and something cards. That that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. I can see that being like a great party game. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, no. Like I mean, we, we currently have a publisher, um, awesome. and that we're we're getting it like properly published in English and French, and in France and Quebec at first, and then North America, and I guess England and Australia. Wow. So you're launching yeah. it in French. You're, you're going France international, first. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, we're launching it in French first because we've got a French publisher. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, but they, have ties, they have ties with English publishers. You should, uh, do you know anybody who speaks French who can tre- check the translations? Or are you what, guys doing oh, like... Oh, he's Canadian. Well, I, I speak I oh, oh I guess that's a good point. There you go. So, well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's only only one part of Canada predominantly speaks French. Yeah, I'm, I'm an I'm an anomaly in that I speak French, but I'm not in that part of Canada. Right, right. So okay. it's it's okay to make the assumption that I wouldn't speak French. The reason but, I ask is Bang is one of my favorite card games, and mm-hmm. the Italian, when translated to English, has some pretty entertaining screw-ups. I I wonder uh, how much then. of that is intentional, though, given uh, the flavor of that game. Mixed. I, yeah, it's lucky he but, speaks French. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, the the meetings are really interesting, actually, because because uh, my French, my conversational French is not very good. Um, 
I can I can read it and re actually write my writing is also not great. I, I have a hard time forming the sentences. If somebody's speaking French to me, I understand everything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's super weird because we have uh, our, our meetings that we have. I'm speaking in English and everyone else is speaking in French, including <laughs> Dom. Uh, Dom will switch back and forth between English and French. Um, I'll ask a question in English and they'll answer me in French. It's super bizarre, but it works fine because they understand English in the same, at the same level that I understand French. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. That's great. Um, so I want to know more about Chesh. I know that Nathaniel's looked into it. I haven't gotten a chance to look into it too much. Um, mm. But from like the the one sentence description of it was really interesting to me, which was what I heard was it, it's a roguelike chess game. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you could argue that it's a roguelike chess game, uh, but I, I mean, it's just randomly generated chess. Yeah. It's the it's it's a chess light is is the closest thing, honestly. Chess. Light. Um, <laughs> Well, I liked, and, I thought the title and, was really great for for it. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, the, the person who came up with that is actually not me, uh, and he actually told me not to attribute it to him. But <laughs> uh, God, was, that's, that's uh, actually very sweet. It was it was a d developer named Tim Rogers. Um, We're sorry, Tim, but yeah. now the world knows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Uh, he, he runs Action Button Entertainment. He does a lot of trailers for games too, okay. even though he develops his own. You should you should look them up. Really. Yeah, we'll check him out yeah. after the cast. Um, yeah. So, but like, I, I, I was at GDC and I just gave him this game to play, and he was like, "What what are you gonna name it?" I'm like, "I don't know yet." He's like, "Chesh." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's like. Don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a he's a really okay. So like you'll see his you'll see his trailers if you actually look look him up. He's, he's he has a very weird. That okay. like, it looks like he's putting on a character when he's doing it. It's huh. not a character. That's like legitimately who he is, and it's amazing. Yeah, um, I've known people I, like that. Yeah. So, or or he's 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 a really good actor. Like, Incredible method actor who's been doing this for like ten years straight, basically. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So chess is randomly generated off, off of that tangent. Chess is a randomly generated uh, chess light. So you get these, you get a board, um, and you choose the size of the board, and uh, yeah, you choose the size of the board and how many pieces generate roughly. Um, and what happens is you get this like this board, like this chess board generates, but it's like full of incomprehensible symbols yeah like you have no idea what anything does and so, oh, so it's, not, part, it's not like normal chess pieces yeah this is the part yeah, i really well, like is this fact that it's like just total nonsense yeah so um so it's it, i mean sometimes you get normal chess pieces but more often than not uh the pieces are like they they generally have the rules of standard chess pieces but like it's a strange combination of them so like one piece can move forward like a knight, uh, but backwards like a queen. Okay. Um, and really another, cool. piece, another piece uh, is a rook, but it also can move like a knight. Or another piece is a knight, but it can jump infinitely. Like, um, it's really hard to explain how that one works, actually. But uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine a piece that looks really broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a question uh, about about that. Like, how do you how do you do balance then? If if both if both people are getting random 
stuff. How is that? How is that balanced? Um, so the board is symmetrical, but that doesn't balance it uh, actually. But right. the thing is, uh, proper chess isn't balanced either. Um, you just don't know. How, like, like from from what has been shown, actually, it looks to be like. Do you know about like solving games and stuff? Um, like, yeah, yeah. If so, a game um, yeah. is solved, if a game is solved, um, like this can happen. No. Oh man. <laughs> We lost him right in the middle of the explanation. Yeah, hold on though. I I think we get to insult him again, right? So let's see. What can we go after this? Oh, uh, the the image went away. Oh man. Well, uh, I don't he's, know. He's getting really nerdy about chess. I know, there. I, well, hey, I was I was excited for that. I was really looking forward to a description of the theory behind. That, uh, that's actually one of the things I miss the most about working in the game industry is is game designers going into overly long nerdy descriptions about game theory and, yeah. and game design yeah. Yeah. yeah we're getting some of that today yeah for sure it's beautiful sorry ah you okay so um chess completeness game, yeah if a, if a game is solved that means that there is an optimal way that it, it is there is a known optimal way to play it and that outcome like, there will be a specific outcome that happens every single time yeah right so um so chess isn't currently solved um However, uh, like a game, like like some variants of checkers have been solved, yeah. right. as well as well as like Connect Four mm -hmm. and like Tic Tac Toe and like some other random board games that aren't as well known. Yeah. But um, yeah, so like like uh, like chess isn't solved, so like this can't really be solved either. It, clearly, there's going to be an imbalance. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just it just said the call was disconnected, even though I think you still heard me. I, I still hear st you. We we lost. Yeah, we lost. Bizarre. We heard imbat, and then you came back. So. Okay. Uh, so so like oh now I don't even remember. We uh, can't so, see you. Yeah, so, Damien, it might be better if you turn off your camera for a little bit, and then okay, it'll use less yeah, bandwidth that, that way. That's probably it. Um, a, a tiny bit less bandwidth because we're still sending <laughs> UHD video, but whatever. Yeah, actually, how do I turn off? Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. I'm just a pixel now. Yeah. Um, yeah. He still looks like you, though. So, I think yeah. with the with the fidelity of the camera that was coming through, is about that pixelated. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just... We, we can see your teeth, you know? <laughs> we can't see your teeth in this picture. That's true. That is very true. So, uh, okay. imbalance. You were saying there would be some imbalance. Well, so even though it's symmetrical, what you're saying is... Just by the fact that it's turn-based and someone goes first, that would create an imbalance. Yeah, um, like most abstract board games um, favor the first player, just in general. Well, mm -hmm. and, and from what I know about it, some board games will some board games will know how much that's worth. For, like Go, for example, the first move is worth a certain amount of points. So whoever it's like it's like five and a half points or something. Yeah. Like that. Right. Exactly. Um, it actually depends on where you're playing. I think in in some in some places, like it's three and a half or eight and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, it depends on different. the it depends on the on the counting rules too. But I, yeah. I don't know if chess has a as much of a um, as a, a numerical analysis like that on it. But yeah, from, the, from the pieces what I, all I do have points, but that point system yeah. I think is a little not really used in determining. No, no, it's used. Yeah. I mean, when doing chess analysis, they're pretty aggressive with it, but you. A lot of it can be outweighed by like brilliant play. They uh, say, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
and uh, yeah, there like there is there is a known first turn advantage. Yes, yeah. like if you're playing white, you are playing the stronger color, and you have that a is... strong opportunity to dictate some of the opening. Is yeah, yeah like you know. like black black is playing from behind and trying to find an opening to yeah. push ahead. Like that's like black is playing catch up. With well, white. it's one of the reasons you play multiple games and swap sides in a tournament as it, well. Exactly, exactly. So what I was doing for chess, however. Um, so me, me and uh, me and Draken, who I mentioned earlier, made Starcy Pilgrim and inspired me to release games and stuff. Um, he, we were we were sitting in a cafe and just chatting about how a lot of games have first turn advantage, um, uh, and like how different games compensate for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, the the idea for chess didn't come out of didn't come out of playing or, or about talking about that directly like it didn't come out of that conversation like as we were talking about it but the days later after we were having that conversation i was like hold on what if the players don't know how to play the game at the beginning and it you slowly understand how to play the game yeah that way that way the first player has a mechanical advantage because they've moved more often but they have information disadvantage yeah. because they don't know, they know less yeah, oh, they, right, don't, they because, don't know as much as yeah. the player who's playing second because, like, you could move a piece and you could be like, wow, that was very inoptimal for me to move that piece. Yeah. Because um, so when, when you select a piece, uh, you can't unselect it. That's what I was going to ask. So, so, yeah. that's, so when you select this piece, you see its moves, but then, then you have to move that piece. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so it's also, it's also part memory game, too. Yeah. Because, There's no because, indications. I'm um, yeah. I'm actually really excited to play this now. <laughs> this is like I actually really hate chess, um, but it is mostly because uh, people can beat me by just memorizing moves, and that really yeah, no, piss, this, pisses me this, off. This completely removes the memorization aspect from chess. Mm-hmm. It has its own memorization aspect, but that's like on a completely different. But level. it's game to like, game instead of yeah, exactly instead of meta. Uh, oh man, it takes out all the all the the meta gaming. I'm sure there's it, some it, level of meta gaming to it. Oh, though. there there is a level of meta gaming because there is a certain finite number of pieces. Uh-huh. So uh, once you've seen a few of the moves, you can kind of like be like, okay, I've moved this piece, and from what I can see, it's either like this one piece gotcha. or this other piece yeah. right yeah uh, so you can you can make those but like you're still sometimes taking a gamble like i really hope this is the one piece that i thought it was instead yeah. of the other piece well um, yeah it leaves even even with perfect knowledge you still have a bet that you're making yeah yeah, yeah. so um so there's yeah that's that's basically it it was i mean it wasn't to solve first turn advantage but it was just to like play around with it mm-hmm. i guess yeah was uh was what i was doing that's what that's that was cool. that's what inspired it yeah do you find like games come from that kind of a thing a lot with you is like you're like huh this is kind of an interesting mechanical or like game theory issue i wonder what i could do to like modify that uh my games come from all over the place yeah like um there's definitely there's definitely one line of, of like I, I i like to say that i have different streams of design um, I have one stream that's like that like focuses on like physical stuff, and I haven't released a lot of those games. But without question, it's kind of my big one from that stream. This is just like fuck with people in a like a real world way. Right? Well, it sounds like your card um, game accomplishes that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's without question. Sorry, that's that's what that card game is called. And um, then 
then I have the like super, like I have a lot of like really mechanically kind of hard platformers. Um, and that, yeah, that I played the one about game literacy for like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for like three hours. <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? Yes. Matt, Matt was really <laughs> in I'm so sorry. He was um, like, no, he was like, dude, I really liked that game. Yeah. He, he was he yeah. was telling me about it. So I made that I made that in a day. Um <laughs> it blew up and got like it got like something like forty thousand views in one day. And I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> so, so I I quickly um I quickly like made um made like a little fix because i just like kind of made it in a day threw it up online sure yeah. i didn't really care but... here's this thing then, i did today yeah well, I and think... then what yeah so so i think um, the title just... is really interesting though because it is a game about that like you're 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 layering in game mechanics to mm-hmm. to teach how to play a more complex like an increasingly more complicated game uh and i thought that was really cool thank you um yeah, the, the the so there was there was a few criticisms or not criticisms but like things I was trying to do with that one. Um, one was I wanted to test out the idea of tiny metroidvanias, um, which I'm sure you got to. Uh, well, yeah. I think like most of the level, levels were like called some some tiny metroidvania thing, and all of the music were was uh, reprises of Metroid and Castlevania music. It, yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, so like I wanted I wanted to just be like basically strip down everything of a metroidvania it's all like like a good chunk of what the games are is lock and key and backtracking and stuff right yeah so you get a you get a key and you can go through this door now and you get a you get an additional jump now you can jump high enough to reach this platform like that kind of thing well it's less frustrating because you could see the whole map all at once yeah yeah that was part of it Um, matt talked about that at length actually today he was like oh this aspect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i mean that's that's exactly what i was doing with that and then and then at once did you get to the end and then there's like did you get to the stuff after the end oh uh, new game plus the stuff that was like the crazy number of jumps and stuff um i don't i don't know exactly what no, you're did you, like it was it was a flashing red screen yes i got to that part okay yeah 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 so um, I I basically played it until I was stuck on one level for like ten minutes, and I was like, okay, I can't I can't do this anymore. Oh, I'm and you played for three hours. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm very persistent. I, I mean, my favorite games are like Binding of Isaac, Bloodborne. Like okay. I have a I have a high tolerance for frustration. Okay, okay, that's totally fair. Anyway, so I have that stream of games that uh like they're generally platformers, and they slowly introduce like mechanics mm-hmm. um uh but like in a in a way that's like i like to i like to make games in that period especially i like to make games that uh really like mess with your expectations of what you were gonna what you were you thought things were gonna do mm-hmm. like i have another game called friendship in four colors and after every level you gain a power up and so you're going through this game and you get more and more power ups and you're like oh this is awesome and like it makes them seem like power ups. The thing is, it's two players playing the game, and you get all these weapons, but there's no enemies. Instead, you're getting all these weapons, but they like fire whenever you do a certain action. Uh-huh. So let's say you double jump, like one player would shoot out a spray of bullets. That spray of bullets, the only thing it can hit is the other player. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's the two players like trying not to 
trip their weapons in order to like kill each other but like they keep getting more and more weapons and the characters are like super <laughs> stoked that they're getting more stuff and it's, it's like, so I'm like oh god what do i have to deal with uh, harder and harder not to kill each like other I, I have to check that out yeah so so there's like that's that's kind of the first thing i made that got a got a decent critical uh like got some critical appraise it was nice yeah that's um, really cool yeah and then and then i have a, like I don't know. I don't want to talk about like all every single game I've made, but like so. So I mean, like game game about game literacy follows in that vein, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, a little bit. Um, you'll even see it's the same same character in it. So because um, it's just a simple little big guy that's just a little dude. And jumps. Yeah, um, and then oh, I to- totally forget the oh yeah, and then I have this line of narrative stuff that I play around. Mm-hmm. With, sort of like what you're so, describing with Yar. Yeah, yeah. So the the Yarg was sort of the first but also not um because i started the engine with the yog and then uh like i started the yog engine but to test out the, that game i made an, another game uh with actually zoe quinn at a game jam yeah like me and her sat down and she she did all the art and also suggested some of the writing to me and then i wrote cool. out and like tweaked all the engine and stuff hmm, and awesome. we, we made a game called on a scale from zero to space this game is space uh and because it's really space that game is like pure space uh it's all about being in space space like a space adventurer out of um, space yeah 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 that kind of space um, <laughs> and and it's uh it's it's just a silly thing but like then i was like okay the yoga will work this works the yoga will work. this will like, work yeah yeah very cool and then i've played around with that formula a lot and so, like, I mean, I don't have one thing I go to when I'm making a game. It's more I have all these different ideas that I keep developing over and over. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. That's really cool. Thank you. Um, so I think I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Although I could talk about nerdy game design stuff all night. <laughs> yeah, Matt's <laughs> Matt's excited about it. Uh, but, I was uh, telling Emma well, one time when you disconnected. I was telling Emma that the thing I miss most about working in games is talking to game designers about nerdy game stuff so oh yeah i mean it's not it's it's not too bad to talk to designers all the time yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah well thanks very much for coming on guys and uh yeah it was great having all of you we thanks, we, thanks for having me we really appreciate it do you want to do you want to pimp out any links or anything while you're on here um so you can i mean i assume you have like links embedded yeah somewhere. we'll have links yeah. on the blog yeah. but also you yeah. know Anything in specific yeah. you want to mention? You want to whisper into someone's ear hole about some <laughs> some game opportunity? All right, um, I'm not sure if my microphone would pick up like my sensual whispering. So. Oh man, <laughs> but that's the only kind of gonna... whispering we allow on this show. Yeah. Oh well, I think I'll just keep it in normal tone then. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you can find you can find my stuff at uh, DamiansGames.com. Um, you can figure out the spelling, I guess. <laughs> it'll we'll be in the blog post we we yeah. will include a link yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and 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 uh you can buy my game the yog uh for money at <laughs> the yog.com the money that just just guess on how you spell it and if you get it right then you get <laughs> congratulations right. you win there's <laughs> pro tip there's a w in there <laughs> <laughs> is that right <laughs> Don't ever ask Matt to spell things because it just well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it has well a W for anyone. We, I think we lost Damien again, but lost or not, uh, thanks again, Emma. Thanks for being here. 
Damien, thanks, thanks for, for having being me here. again. And uh, let's see you guys. Talk to you guys next week. Yeah, listeners. Uh, may, ha- also, maybe you guys. Uh, wait, them too? Oh yeah, uh, no, maybe. definitely them too. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, depends on scheduling. <laughs> 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 what are you guys doing in ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> All right.